0: A very good morning to all. We have concluded the first Corinthian sermon series. For the month of July, the sermon theme is Family and Life. This morning, I'll be preaching on mending the family fabric. The sermon title is inspired by the Japanese art of mending fabric known as sashiko. Sashiko originated during the Edo period in Japan. The technique was first developed in poor rural communities out of necessity. The people were too poor to buy new clothes, so they would mend their old clothes. They used white thread and pieces of indigo fabric to mend the torn area. They would also piece the worn-out clothes together to make new clothes with within inverted commas. It was done with a running stitch and geometric patterns. The art of sashiko repairs and remakes the clothes into something better, a stronger fabric and a more beautiful pattern. Today, the art of sashiko is revived. It even becomes a fashion. There are courses on the art of sashiko. It is an art that plans the function of mending fabric with fashion of visible patterns. Please see the slide to get a glimpse of the art of Sashiko. The top left piece of garment is an example of the olden days. The other three are of the present times. The art of Sashiko mends repairs and reinforce the worn-out and torn fabric. It gives new life to old clothes. The family fabric is often torn apart by misunderstanding, conflict, and resentment. It is too precious to be discarded. Just as the art of Hashiqo mends and strengthens the worn-out and torn fabric, the family fabric needs to be mended. And strengthen too. Family is our greatest source of love and support. Family is where we are accepted despite our shortcomings. Families will always be there for us, both in the good times and the bad times. Family is where we can turn to in times of crisis. However, Family can also be our source of great distress and pain. Instead of love and support for one another, there can be pickering and badgering, disagreement and resentment in the family. The family's members who should be closest to us can end up as our worst adversaries. Therefore, it is important for us to recognise that there can be tensions and conflicts in the family. In fact, it is normal. There can be misunderstandings and hurt feelings, disagreements and quarrels. But what matters is how we respond to whatever issues that threatens to tear apart the family fabric and to find ways to strengthen and mend the family fabric. The family fabric we will be stronger and beautify in so doing let us turn our attention to the scripture text for this morning ephesians chapter 4 verses 25 to 32 the ephesians christians were urged to relate to one another as members of one body as a family of god the instructions are applicable to us as, fam- as members of our family, from this passage, we can draw some principles for mending and strengthening our family fabric. To mend the- and strengthen the family fabric, we have to firstly deal with the conflict and hurt feelings as soon as possible. Ephesians 4, to 27, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunities to the devil. When conflict arises and when we are hurt, do not let our anger simmer over time. Deal with our anger. Do not resort to silent treatment and stop communicating. It will give the devil the opportunity to turn our anger into resentment and bitterness. Often, family members simply stop speaking to each other. One day turns into a week, then a month, then a year, then 10 years and beyond. They become estranged from one another. It makes it hard to reconnect again. It is important to deal with the conflict and hurt feelings as soon as possible. Take the initiative to make the first move to mend the relationship. We may ask, why should I? He or she is in the wrong. But we do it nonetheless because we treasure the relationship. Keep the communication line open. Try to listen and see the other side of the story to understand the family member's point of view. If he or she refuses to talk to you, give him or her space and try to initiate conversations again from time to time. And the second principle, speak words that build up. Ephesians 4.29 let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. It is said that every negative remark requires 5 to 20 positive ones to balance it. Harsh words cause great damage. The effect can last for a long time or even a lifetime, so be careful with our words. We tend to be careless in the way we speak to our family members. Often, we are more careful and polite to outsiders than to our own family members. It will be good for us to do a self-evaluation on our speech regularly. Let us check ourselves Is our conversation with our family members characterized by negativity and criticism or do we most often build up and encourage? We teach our children to say please, thank you and sorry. Yet sometimes we fail to use these words in our conversations with our family members. We often take our family members for granted and fail to express our appreciation by saying thank you. We often make demands without saying please. And we are reluctant to say sorry, especially after a heated argument. To say please, thank you and sorry may seem insignificant, yet such words can make a great difference and do wonders to our family relationships. Third principle, forgive one another. Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tender forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. As family members live together and interact with one another constantly, there are ample occasions for tension and hurt feelings the willingness to forgive one another is crucial in keeping the family relationships. Forgiveness does not minimize or justify the wrong done to us. It is a decision to let go of our desire to get even. It is a determination not to nurse the wound caused by the other's words or action. It is a determination to set ourselves free from the cycle of being hurt again whenever we recall the words or action. The person may hurt us once if we do not forgive and continue to nurse the wound. Each time we recall the hurtful words, the hurtful actions, or the hurtful occasion, we experience the pain once again. It is well said, by Lewis Smith. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. Let me repeat. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the person was you. How do we know if we have truly forgiven? It is when we no longer feel the sting and pain when we recall the hurtful words, the hurtful actions, or the hurtful occasion, then we know that we indeed have truly forgiven. It helps to remember in our attempt to forgive that even as God in Christ forgave us, we ought to forgive one another. No conflict is due to the fault of one person entirely. We are partly responsible. Even if we are right, our response can be wrong. Sometimes there is a need to forgive ourselves. We may be remorseful for the part we play in the conflict and strain relationship. We may find it hard to forgive ourselves. We need the grace of God to enable us to forgive others and to forgive ourselves. Commit to the Lord our desire to forgive and to move on. God will enable us to forgive. It can happen in the instance that we cry out to God, or it can take years. I have witnessed both. And finally, the fourth principle, do not grieve the Holy Spirit, Ephesians 4.30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with malice. God has blessed us with family. Family is where we are loved and nurtured, where we grow and flourish. Family is people whom we share the challenges and joy of life with. Family is also the best place for us to witness for God. The Holy Spirit is grieved when family is filled with bickering and badgering, resentment and bitterness. The Holy Spirit is grieved with our wrong attitude. The Holy Spirit is grieved when the family fabric is ripped apart. Do all we can to mend and strengthen the family fabric. Some conflicts are easier to resolve. However, deep-seated wounds will take time and great effort. Whatever it is, God desires for us to take the initiative for reconciliation. God wants us to mend and strengthen the family fabric. Let us take concrete steps to apply the principles for mending and strengthening the family fabric. 1. Deal with conflict and hurt feelings. 2. Speak words that built up. 3. Forgive one another. 4. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. More specifically, take steps to reach out to reconnect with your estranged family member. However, that family member may choose not to respond to our attempt for reconciliation. Thus, the reconciliation may not take place, yet the Lord will still want us to do all we can. Even the Apostle Paul recognized that it may not be possible to live peaceably with all, as stated in Romans twelve verse eighteen. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. And let me also add that the only exception for staying away from a family member is when the relationship is toxic or abusive. In that case, keeping away is the preferred option. Even then, seek guidance from the Lord and pray for discernment there are instances when the abusive persons do turn around and accept Christ as their personal Saviour and Lord. Let us now pause for prayer. First, I will give you some time to have your own personal prayer. If there's any family conflicts, pray for God. Give you the willingness to take the first move. Pray for God to grant you the grace to forgive. And pray that it will reach out to estranged family members. And you, if you are the rare ones that enjoy harmonious relationship, both in your nuclear and extended family, thank God for it. And pray that you can be of support to struggling families. Dear Lord, thank you for hearing our prayers. You know our family situations. You understand our struggles and our pain. Grant us the wisdom, the sensitivity, and the grace to relate to our family members who are not in good terms with us. We pray especially that you will help us to reach out to our estranged family member. We commit to do what we can and trust you to work in our family situation. Thank you for those of us who enjoy harmonious family relationships and enables us to continue to build up the family for your glory and also to be a support to struggling families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.